0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So, uh, this is fine tuned aloha that is sort of connected to um, the Parsha. And uh, what I've discovered, you know, I'm sort of like a professional uh, researcher for Divrei Torah on the Parsha that uh, I can use and what i've discovered uh, is that uh, many uh tamid and rabanim and writers uh have decided that this is a parsha uh to speak about the idea of what is a, what is considered a living being and is a fetus or a developing fetus a developing child within a mother's womb what is the halachic status of that of that living being and of course this is obviously the, the, the issue of the abortion debate and it also has to do with um, um, how close we walk in step with our Catholic quote unquote friends and sometimes they really are our friends in terms of arguing for this for for what is uh, this against abortion um, you know, again, without making it too political, one of the reasons why, at least in 2016, and this
1: issue they are not our friends. What? On <laughs> this issue, they are not our friends.
0: You, what do you mean? You mean they are? They're much more extreme and crazy.
1: They definitely—they're uh, not their reason for their anti-abortion is completely different than ours. Right,
0: right, right. That's what I mean, Moshe, right. Again, we we are against abortion. They are against abortion. And um, it is a chilu Hashem. There's so many abortions in Eretz Yisrael, but it's not for the same reason. That's actually what I was getting at. The Catholics believe it's really murder. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, killing the unborn is murders. That's one of the reasons why so many, you know, moral, Good Catholics voted for Trump or wanted people to vote for Trump in 2016. I'm not sure what, the, what it was in 2020, because at least Trump was running on a platform of the protecting of the life of the unborn. And one of the reasons why that so many uh, people were, were, were pro um, Amy Coney Barrett, and, and it was because she uh, has, has written about um, the legal rights of the unborn. So this is really a topic that I wouldn't have necessarily said is front and center in this parsha, But I, 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 everywhere I look, everybody's talking about it. So I want to share with you a couple of hoyros about and a couple of understandings of, and, and Moshe, you already know it's different. But what exactly is the difference between us and them as far as that goes? So I'll start a little bit with with, with Ravosha Weiss is a good enough place to start. Um, we know that there's a machlegas, who the Miawdis were. We know we have a, a Messiah from Chazal that Rashi quotes to us that the Miawdis were told to, um, to kill the child when the woman was about to give birth. to Yeshevus al right? And, um, one of the Baliatesvus writes that, um, in the Sefer it's called Moshim Zekainim, that you have to say that they were non-Jews, even though it says Ivrios, because, of course, they would not have, um, right? Um, of course, uh, we think they would kill uh, Jewish women, would kill other Jewish women, other Jew- their babies. It must be that we need to really extol them as women who were not from our people, but still didn't want to kill those children. So the Marsha and Sanhedrin, everybody quotes this Marsha, Hanan, Moshe, you maybe even heard of it already, that he says, he argues the opposite. He said, the truth was, is that based on the Toysavus and Sanhedrin and the discussion about whether a a, a, a Ben Noach can kill an Uber, the Marsha is Machadesh, that you have to say that they were Ivryois. That's why, Paro, the marshal says, picked them because and he said it was alav terem sasum la Olam." So the marshal assumes that even though they were about to have the baby, now and, and we would call this today a late term abortion, right? <laughs> Extremely late. Like she's already waiting to have the child. She's already like almost there. And yet the Marsha says, since the baby hadn't gone through the birth canal yet, that wasn't called a living being. And halachically, again, it's all Paro talking to them. But again, the Marsha and many of the the late Rishonim and early Achronim, they don't mind imposing on the psukim of the Torah a lot of the same halachas that we live by, that 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 the Gemara lives by. So therefore, the Marsha says like this, that that Paro couldn't kill them. And Paro was sort of a frum murderer, right? He didn't want to send his own women to do it because they wouldn't have been allowed to because Paro, of course, knew. Again, all of this is going with that sort of mindset that Paro knew all the things that we know about B'nai Noyach. And therefore, he sends uh, the Ivrios to do it because that we're not Mitsuva a la Ubram. And that's why um, he picked the Ivrio specifically. That's the Kiddush of the Marshal. So the Marshal goes on to say, so if that's the case, why is it that they didn't do it? Why is it, you know, if they were allowed to? So he says what Paro didn't know that even though we don't consider it absolute murder, but it's still usser. It's still, and there's an Easter Daraisa, Taisa says, in two places. Even if we don't hold its murder, there's an Isa to do it, but you can't get killed for it, and therefore that's the Chiddush, that even though it wasn't murder, uh, they did not listen. Um, now,
1: if you're saying that they, they were supposed to kill the Ubar before it was born, how would they know if the Ubar was a boy or girl? So, so the... <laughs> they they they, we they stick were, were metzuvet. They were met to be killing that uber after it was born. Right. So so
0: the, there's a lot of problems Moshe with this marshal and Hanan You probably think so as well. You you the You could really say no. That's a baby. That's not a uber. Right. The, the proof is the baby's out there, and they can tell whether it's a boy or a girl. Right. Um, but if you look at the psukim it says alavanayim. <laughs> so it's they were able, with their medical training, to tell whether it was a boy or a girl, but it was still inside the womb enough that it was had the din of an uber. Again, I I wouldn't have said it without the marsha, but this is this is this marsha is quoted consistently as one of the sources. Again, that that's an uber even till that last minute, even to the point Moshe they could tell that it was a baby boy. So, um. Now, um, Lachora, if he's right, but they could have died. Now, he didn't kill them. They were able to get, they were able, that was a nest, that they were able to come up with excuses. But Lachora, Rav Asher Weiss points out, and it's an obvious question, if you're going to go with the Marshal, that it wasn't murder, then why didn't they do it? because they would have been killed had they not it would seem doesn't it seem that para would kill you for not listening to him for 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 uh, disobeying a direct order from a dictator so um the uh so therefore right but uh, again if it would have been uh the marshal finishes if it would have been a din of uh, of, of, it would be just like it is by a guy that would have a din of a nefesh, then a Jewish woman would have given up her life and he could never have expected them to even do that in the first place. Of course, they, they made up an excuse to say that they, that they would have been killing the child if they could. So I guess that was the lie that they were able to save themselves with. But uh, Be'etzem, I have to know, um, would they have been allowed? And this really brings up the question. If a, if, a non, if a Jew is told to um, uh, perform an abortion if by the threat of death, would that be, for a murder, you wouldn't be allowed, as you know. You, if someone tells you to kill someone, you say, my causes," but you wouldn't say that by an uber as far as we're concerned. However, it's still us to kill an uber, and that's what Teisva says. So it really brings up the question, what is the din of, of an uber? Um, now, one of the things that we've talked about, and I don't remember if I've talked about it here, but I definitely have discussed it in, in many other venues, is that besides the um, actual isur, there's something called Abizrayu, the Yisurim. There's something which is called, something which is like extended, an extended part of that isur um, called, you know, especially if it leads to doing the actual Easter itself. Now, the difference is, is if it's, um, you know, like, is killing an, is killing an Uber an Abizrayu, the Ritzicha? Right? Is that what it is? Um, because Abizrayu, you have to be willing to die for. Like right? the Gemara talks about, um, um, you know, speaking to the ashes Ish behind the Right, the Gemara says that they wouldn't let. The Gemara says there was a certain man, the grandson of Hetherin, you might remember, who had a, a crazy love affair in his brain for this married woman, and it was a, going to a point that he was going to have a heart attack and die. He couldn't do it, and 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 we ossered him from having any sort of sexual. Um, enjoyment, even though he wasn't looking at her or touching her, even talking to her on the other side of the fence, because the, the explanation is, that's called Abizrayu De'arayus. Even though it's only De'arbanan, Chiba V'nishuk
1: would be a De'araysa. So, uh, aren't there some Shonim that say Abizrayu is only if it's a De'araysa? Like, speaking on the other side of the Geder, presumably is not a
0: de De'araysa. Right, so, but since but since somehow, right, for this person, this is what's taking the place of his jollies, right, of wanting to have relations with her, Chazal were saying, right, Hanan, the, the guy, would have to die and not do it. The, the Rabbanin weren't
1: going to let him do it. But is that also the din of Abizrayo? That was a special gzeir over there. Uh, they, you know, like Hashad tzricholakach. But we, we
0: passed in that way, that even Abizrayo of Right, that we don't. I think right,
1: only
0: I, I, if it's the araisa, though. No, like okay. chibuk well, If of v'nishuk is the araisa, I mean, again, yeah. that might be a riot of the Rambam Shita. But, but we, I guess, what I'm trying to say is that Abizgaiu is. It, why would it be Osir? It's Osir because it's a type of of of, of Gewey So, is killing an uber a type of murder? In other words. You, it's, you can't take the guy and, and punish him for it. But is it like Abizrayu, um, de Ritzicha? So the the Ragit Shover says that it's it's not just an Abizrayu, like it leads to murder. It's Be'etzem called a murder. But it's not a murder that can be dealt with here by a, by a Bezdin Lamata. That's the that's the Raghachav Um And therefore, since Beneshamayim, he said, if somebody would ask you to perform an abortion, it would be Yarag Yavor. No, Bezdin can't kill you, but you've done an Avera that you would bring the death sentence upon you. I, I think that's the difference, Hanan. In other words, something which is Mamish uh, uh, the, the 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 right you get for example you know you would get makas for, makas to according to the Rambam, and if it's the rabbon and it's not but Abizrayu you have to die for, not a special takana In other words, by yarg or not getting the rifua there's still a shame of misa here. It's just not enough that it ever qualifies itself in uh, in a bezdin, but if Abizrayu like, like, like he's saying, like the Raggachover is saying, doing an abortion or specifically killing them would have a din of misa bidei shamayim, and that according to the Raggachover, a person would have. And again, Moshe, that would mean that we're closer to the Catholics according to that. Um, similar to the Raggachover, it's it's a pella. Of course, they lived in the same little town. You know, I always tell over this story. Uh, I heard this from uh, Rabbi Bolman uh so I overdra. Say Zeigel Zalekover Rav, Rav, Rav Nachman Bommen who uh was a very big Talmud chacham and, and a, a real wonderful uh American Rav who made Aliyah and, and became a very important Rav and teacher in Israel. So Rav Nachman said that he once met a uh a, a, an older woman uh from Dänenberg uh which of course is also known as Dvinsk, and there were two Rabbonim there. One was Rav Meir Simcha, a Kayin, And he was the Rav of the Litvish, or the non-Hasidah or the non And then there was Rabbi Yosef Rosen, known as the Raget And can you imagine what it was? I mean, it wasn't one of the biggest towns around. So this city of Dvinsk had these two giant, with two of the greatest rabbis. So he once asked her, he said, did you know Rabbi Rosen? did you know Rabbi Cohen? And she looked at him with these twinkling eyes and she said, how did you know the rabbis of my town? Right? And she didn't realize that this town had two of the greatest rabbinical minds of the time. And they both say something very similar about this. The Meshachach, as you can see here on the board, he says that what in Parshish, Parshish, we learned out from the Pesach, maka odem yumas. So what does it mean, maka odom? An uber. Even though it's not a nefesh, it's called an odom. Right? It's not a nefesh, but it's an odom. And therefore, you must mean, so both according to the Rage Shavar and to Rav Meir, Sim, uh, Meir Simcha, so it's called, as he says, And Abizraya would mean that if somebody would give you the choice, just like by Rafua, you would have to allow yourself to die. Um, another interesting svara is said hundreds of years earlier by Abuel Mizrahi. He says that um, the reason why a uh, Yisrael is not chayev for outright abortion is because you can't put him to death because it's astrosophic. What are you going to say? Okay, it's alive. Who says that the being that's alive inside the mother's womb would have actual life outside of the moon or the womb? In other words, the life that it has now is clearly not the life we learn out from the psukim. Is it has to be a yulad to be a nefesh that has considered a life that you would be punished by death. So even though it's true, if things work out, it would be born. But how do you know that it would live once it was born? Maybe it's a nephel. So that's the reason why you can't kill anybody. So Rav Y says, according to the Mizrahi, it's also a, basically an act of ritzicha, it's just specific And therefore, um, you would not be able, he says, to kill that uh, baby. And in fact, you would have to endanger yourself, this is what he says over here, not to kill it. So once again, he's saying that Again, looking at the um, looking at the uh, mialdos, the mialdos, or any well, again, obviously it's before matan But if anybody be put in this situation, they would be mechuyev to do whatever they could not to do the abortion because it's a type of murder, uh, according to that opinion. Now that is those three. However, and maybe this is what Moshe is referring to. Many of the 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 majority of the uh, of the people who try to understand why it's or but not murder, why it's not called retzichah or killing a nefesh, they come up with a bunch of interesting, a number of interesting svaris. The Chavis Yor, Rabbi Bachrach, the Teres Chachomim. These are all 17th century and early 18th century poskim. They come up with this idea that it's like hotzah Batola. Now, I guess it's good that we're talking about this because that's one of the themes, as you know. Of, of these couple of weeks, the Shovavim, right? The Shovavim, that we learn, you know, the Shulah Kodesh, quoting that this was the Minig of the Ari, uh, was to use these weeks to talk about this. So, it says isn't from the Torah? Is it from the Zohar? The Zohar says it's the Rehkabola. where does it come from? But it's definitely also to, um, to to go through an act, and not allow the child to be born. So, since you know that this baby could have been born if you didn't um, do the abortion, so it's like the Zera, you're destroying the possibility, like a Tsoiso Zero Um Now, obviously, that's uh, Kabbalistically, it's called, it's a very bad Avera. And, you know, I have to mention that. Um, I didn't see the whole Tvartera, but uh you know the famous Medrash in this week's Parsha that says that Paro uh was bathing in the blood of the young children, and he would shech the young children in order to bathe in their blood now, satmarov uh was one you know he felt that this was a strange thing I mean. Why did he have to kill the children, and why was it every morning and every evening? So he explains that whole uh, medrash as not literal. It's not really about bathing in their blood. Um, it's really a mussel that that the life in Mitzrayim led to a lot of. It was a light. It was a place of a lot of priests, and it led. It was there. There was a tremendous amount of. Uh, of of sexual inyanim going on, and and people the Jewish men were pushed to be of zerlavatola, and that was the the Yisrael, the the little children of Israel their blood so to speak was the was, was and Paro kept that avera going he kept that type of uh, situation going because he knew according to the satmarov. That that would keep them in as avodim. That would keep them without the geula. Because this Avera, this terrible Avera of Vatala is the type of Aveira that that keeps Kedusha uh, stymied and a Hu can't be go of us if we are so steeped in preetzas and these type of things that we So according again, if that's what it is, it's a terrible thing, but it's not an Abazrayu deritzicha. Okay. So that is some of the uh, other svaras about what it is. Um, Rav Usher quotes here of Shloymed Rimer, who was uh, considered a, a very important Paisik, that what it is, is when you perform um, an abortion, it's chavala. And the reason it's usher is because you're wounding, you're causing an obvious wound to the not the mother necessarily, but because to the child you're wounding the child. It might, in other words, Lo Yosef that you're not allowed to wound someone. You don't have to be a nefesh. You don't have to be a live nefesh for the din of wounding to apply. So therefore, it, 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 there is life. It's not life that's strong enough to be considered a actual. Nefesh that you would have the death penalty for, but it's still the, a, a good enough of a nefesh, or, or at least of a living thing, that you're over about Yosef of beating it and causing a wound in it. That is what Rav Shleimeh Drimeh writes in the Chuvash Um. So um, Rav Osher says that um, it's a Shvera uh, Pshat because. You know, Tosus in Sanhedrin, when he's machadish this that there's no din of harigas ubrim by by, by Yisrael, he asks the question that again, Shlomit explains a little bit different. I didn't add this point, and that's why a ben Noach is killed, not because he's a Ritzayach because with a ben Noach, there's no difference between chavol and Ritzicha A ben Noach is killed even for chavola. We also have that in this parsha a little bit, as we see uh, uh, the the Mitzri that Moshe kills. So, in other words, um, Chavola, if that if he's right, then 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 basically. The reason why a guy is killed for it is because by a guy there's no difference between Chavola and Ritzicha, and he dies for any any time he's over any of his Sheva And a Chavola is a type of Gezel, right? Because you're stealing the person's life, you're stealing the person's energy, you're stealing from the person's health. So as Rav, Rav Weiss points out that Toysimus feels that, hey, Toysimus asks the he says, can it be a Ben is more chomer than us. According to this, he wouldn't be more chomer. We can't do chavalah, He can't do chavola. The only reason why you kill a Goy is because you kill a Goy for all his Averos. That's not considered as if the Goy has it easier, uh, the guy has it worse than us. That's a din that a Goyim don't have anything except the death sentence. Okay. That's, and here's a final opinion here that I want to share with you. It's a, it's a, it's one, the Chassam Seifer is one of his Talmidim Mufakim, um, the Maram Sheikh, and uh, Hanan, this gets into Le well, in a minute. He says like this, that really Harigas Uber is a Ritzicha, but the why is it us for us to do? I'm sorry, let me say it better. Basically, it's a din in chatzishir. It's chatzishir v'tzicha. So, um, because, in other words, it's not a complete life necessarily, but it's still called chatzishir. It's like you ate half of a piece of a kazayas of a nevela. You're still over, it's still also. Here, it's like a chatzi shir not in kamus, but in echus. Right? Normally we look at chatzi shir, we say chatsi shir is is as a quarter of a piece of a kazai, is half a kazai, because you could add more to it. The maramshik wants to say you have chatzi shir in in in, 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 in echos as well. You have echos of chatzhishir. So And he wants to bring a riot to that, because the Rambam writes in Hilchos Macholas Isuros. The Rambam says that there's certain types of veins in the animal's mouth uh, and around different parts of the body that it's not technically like the rest of the body in terms of the blood that it would have a din that if you would eat it, you would be over uh, 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 the car race of eating Dom And if with Hasra, you would get Makos Daraisa for eating the Dom. But the Rambam says that they are still called Osir because of Dom. Now, even though it's the Rabbanon, but he says the Rabbanon are telling us not to do it the Rambam says, but it's really like Chatzishir. He says it's a, the Rambam uses that mashul, that it's called Chatzishir. Now, you know, in other words, you're not it's sort of like blood, but not completely blood. So the Rambam says, it's really also from the Torah. The Rabban are the ones who say, give the guy makos for eating it. And, and therefore you would get makos mardos for eating that type of blood of the animal. But the Rambam says behind it is actually an Easter Daraisa, like a Chatzishir, which is Osir, but you can't get Makos from a Chatzishir. Now, why is that called Chatzishir? The amount of blood he had, like the amount of the piece of the Chutim that he had, of these strings of these veins, could have definitely been a Kazais. It probably was. But since it was not a qualitatively really blood, the Rambam calls it Chatzishir. So you can see from this Rambam that Sometimes, even in Ehus, it's called Chatzishir, and you can say, maybe like the Maramshik, that an Uber is not, is, 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 he's B'Eichus, not as much of a person. And therefore, but the Din Ritzicha, which the Din, the isr would still be there of the Chatzishir of, of Ritzicha. Um. Which is a nice for really, uh, and to make you think about what Khhi means. And he mentions here as well um, Hang on, please. I am um, Bizzebazer He Gimo right. And here's what you were asking about Hanan. We talked about the and of a of Sikravu. So when the Ramban tries, he disagrees with the Rambam. The Rambam says, well, Sikravu is an Yisr Dar and, and And the Ramban says, no, the Pusuk's really just talking about, it's, it's using that verb, but it doesn't mean hugging and kissing are an Yisr Dar If you do want to argue it's Osr Dar though, which is not what the Ramban says, it, it might be Osr because of Shir. Now, what does that mean? The Torah, when it says mamish," like, it means having sex. But since this is sort of not really sex, this is on a, on the way to sex, so it would be or daraisa as part of the, the the complete sex act. But it would be called chatzishir of of of, of Gili So, you know, I'm not sure if that's what Abizrayu is but that the ramban does say that so therefore you could say an uber is sort of alive and therefore uh you it would have a din of akati uh, Rav rabasha points out that you really need to understand that in our world it's got to be extremely extremely important and and it, we do have to see it not just um As, let's say, the, the Chabbis Yor says, Maitzi Zerubatola, or Rav Shleimah Drimmer, that it's, it's, it's wounding, uh, the, the baby. Because we know your Machal Shabbos to save an Uber. Right? Your Machal Shabbos to bring the, to, 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 to keep the Uber inside the woman. So your Machal Shabbos just for Hatzalasa Uber. Now, why is that? Um, so the rod says because the baby is going to eventually become alive, and by being Machal Shabbos, making sure that the contractions stop and that the woman is going to be fine, you, this ensures that the baby is going to live. But what, what do you mean, right? So it's all about the future. So clearly, um, you know, it's going to be hard to say that you're Machal Shabbos to save this baby inside. And, and you're going to tell me that um, you can actually kill this baby? That it would be mutter to kill the baby? That there can't be an iser? Obviously, there is. But if, if, it's, if you're allowed to be Machal Shabbos to save it, it must be a much enough of a significant life that it's user to uh, kill that child. I want uh, One other beautiful thing that Rav Usher Weiss brings here is um, what the Ron says in Hulin. Uh, The the Gemara says that if a woman has been convicted of a capital offense and she's pregnant, so even though she's pregnant, well, if we have the psak din on her, we don't wait till she has the baby, but we kill her, and they actually, as you know, they actually um, kill her by, by wounding her where the baby is. And the baby actually dies even before her. So the Ran explains, why is it that we do that? Um, And he says, it's not because we don't consider the baby. We consider the baby a living part of her, like a living part of her her limb. And since she's high Misa, the din Misa is now on all of them. Uh, meaning on the babies as well. So the, that is the uh, what the, the Ran says. The reason he says it's not because of that. The reason is is because to keep once there's a Psach misa, the person should die. He should not be on death row. That's called inuyadin. Okay. Why? Because the baby's not a, really a real living being yet that has its own rights. So therefore, we're more concerned, the ron says, about the mother dying the way we think criminals should die with the dignity of not having to wait. So lachora, according to the ron, and this is the Kasha of the Chalkas by a Ben Noach, if they would be punishing a woman perpetrator, since for them it's considered real Ritzicha, you would have to wait. So now, if that's true, why is it that Yehuda said that they're going to kill Tamar even though they knew she was pregnant? And because she was pregnant? In other words, if it's true that, um, that, that. The whole reason why you kill is because of inuyadin and inuyadin, because the baby's not significant enough. That's what the ron says by a by a Jewish mother, but by a goyish mother, we've already learned that it has a din of Ritzicha by ben noach. Then the halacha should be: then why was Tamar taken out to be killed? <laughs> right? Okay. Tamar was not considered Jewish. For well, that's going to be the question. Lachora Tamar is is a guy right? Tamar, in other words, Tamar was was a bas Noach. Everything was the laws of the B'nei Noach at that time, right? Now, you're right. You're going to tell me that that Yehuda and maybe he was pascaning like like they were Yisroel. I mean, she, you know, maybe did she become part of I Yisroel? Maybe that's where you're going. Um, the um, but that's the, the the question of the Chalkas Yoav. So one of the answers the Chelkas Yoav brings is that, think about it, why was it that um, she was being put to death? What did she do? I mean, she was not married, right? So what did she do? She was waiting for Sheila, right? She was waiting for her, the... Um, the 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 yavam, and she decided that she couldn't wait anymore, and uh, she went and had an affair with another man. Even if, if that's true, was that considered a, uh, a a capital offense for 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 B'nai noach? Right, she wasn't an aishas Now you could say they held that being a, a yavama is like an aishas in other words, being zokkuk waiting for Shayla is like she was married to Shela. That—that's one way to look at it. But these Aharonim want to say that basically, they—they—they—they they, 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 they issued a, uh, a special psaq of uh, that normally wouldn't have been the din. Makam the Anshin Shalom and Adin. So therefore, they felt they needed to make a a, a case out of Tamar. Because sometimes when you feel that the door is parts, you have a right to put someone to death. So anyway, the whole thing was not like a regular din Misa. So since it wasn't a regular din Misa, they were able to kill Tamar and her baby. And maybe that was the whole point. They should kill her with the baby. That is what the Akronim answer to the Chalkaz Yoav. So Rav Asher y says, that doesn't make any sense. Because how, if it's true that according to the Bnei Noach, that this is a real living being here, and but we want to make a point of teaching the generations not to be like this. Mizana. would it be right to kill a being that's completely uh, innocent? Rav White says, let's say we let's say the Bezdin decides that for the sake of scaring everybody, we're going to grab someone from the Shuk and kill him. In order for people should be to, to because we think it's, we've got to show the power of Bezdin. Of course, he can't do that. What does it mean you're able to be mach and and adin? What does that mean that you're able to have a, a a a psak that's beyond normal halacha? So you know what what for example the the woman uh, the machshepos right that that from shemim and shetach uh, killed them all in one day, right? Um, or they killed someone with an eight elchad. Over the o, over there, the shot was is that there is an Aveira, and I'm gonna really put it to you. Really, I should. We, really, you're not really Chay of misa. There's not enough testimony, but so many people are doing witchcraft and everything else. We're gonna put them all to death in one day. But if you hold that the baby was a separate life part. It wasn't like a like a living limb, it wasn't Uber yerechimo, then even Makin ba'on and Shulaiman Adin would not give you the right to kill the baby. So um so what could really be the reason why again this is the Kasha really comes back. So what he wants to say is like this um it's not really that like everybody assumes that for a for like the Catholics assume that for a ben Noach, an unborn child is a complete total living human being because what would be the case? Would you kill the child to save the mother? Now I don't know what the Catholics possibly in that case. I think even the Catholics are mach would, would right I think they would also say that if the mother, if the fetus represents a danger to the child, they would you would kill the fetus in order to save the mother. Don't they no. hold that?
1: No, they don't. They say that no matter what, what happens, you have to keep the next generation. Kill so they the, would, mother, they would, keep the baby they would
0: let the mother die in order to save the fetus. Exactly. Yeah. So Tosva says that can't be true. That even though it's also for them to kill the fetus, you would still save the mother and cut the fetus in pieces to save the mother. So what is it then, Ravasha says? What is our halachic perspective of what they can't do? It, in other words, we will kill, they are high of Misa for killing an Uber. Um, and that's the reason, but that doesn't mean it's a real living thing. It doesn't mean that it's a living nefesh with Shuiyot like a human being, and that's the reason why um, um, that's the reason why, even when it comes to um tamar there would if Tamar is high of misa and, and there's an idea of killing a person as soon as possible, they would have killed Tamar plus the baby um, so therefore. Uh, why? Look, don't ask why. Like he says, they get they get killed for Gezel too. They get killed for Abram and Achai. <laughs> they, they they rip up a limb of an animal. You kill them, and that's the way you have to look at why abortion is usur to them. There's also an Isser of Hariga, but it's not that you assume from there that it has a din totally of uh, of, of a blood. just get this here. But it's not, right. Um, yeah. The other Sephora he wants to say is this. That the Torah asserted for, as an as Isser that they should die for because HaKadosh what what Baruch, again, you don't really need a smara for this, but maybe it's the same reason why the Chacham Tzvi explained you know, the, the marshal said that Gezel Goy is Mutter, right? Or we or it's not Osir torah. Stealing from a Goy isn't Osir. And the marshal's swore was that you can't say that it's, um, you can't say that Gezel Goy should be Osir because Goyim aren't part of the Torah. So how could, how, Goyim are like not connected to the Torah. So the Torah can't have an Isur where the person that's being affected is a goy, That's the marshal in, in Baba Kama. So the Chacham Tzvi felt this was a very difficult svar to, to be makabo. And he said, even if the marshal is right, that we, it's not that we care about their money, but God doesn't want you to do an act that turns you into a gazzle. Even though the person is not, doesn't have the same exclusive mamon that a Jew has, and it's not the same thing, but you did a mysigsela. So therefore, even though a baby, he wants to say, is not, even according to the Goyish way of looking things, has the significance of a living being that has already passed into life, but the act of, of, of just killing it and saying it's, it's, it's not comfortable for me to be pregnant, or I'm just going to get rid of that child has in it the same evil uh, intent of Retzirah. The same way the Chacham Tzvi says, we're not supposed to steal from Goyim. They're not supposed to do acts, which are acts. And obviously, the, no one's going to deny that there's a life force, there's an energy, there's right, there's a being. And that could be the reason what the Torah, why it's us or for the Ben Noach. But of course, that would only apply if you're killing in a very wanton way but obviously if they've decided that she's guilty tamar they're going to do the right, they're going to do what they do and the process is to kill them without any uh if ands or buts and not to wait at all and therefore she would have she would have died with the child as well so those are uh, i think uh you know i think we started talking about this uh, seeing again, you know, the, the, and this doesn't necessarily answer what the Catholics hold, but it, it, I, I think we're seeing a, a little more of a, of a commonality between the Isser of Harigas Ubrin for B'nai Noach and what it means for us uh, in terms of Harigas Ubrin. And again, this is something which, you know, Hanan and Moshemshi are very familiar with, that it really is a very relevant question. Unfortunately, as you know, the 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 you know, there is of course, uh, you know, the Machleikas, and you probably know about it, about whether one is able to abort uh, a tay child, child, uh, a child that the parents discover is, um, is, uh, is 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 has severe birth defects, and there is a Svara that. Uh, the mother and father would not be mentally or uh, emotionally capable of being able to handle with that child. So it really, you know, hinges on what the Isra of Arigas Ubrim, if it's a chelik of, if it's an Abizrayu of Ritzicha, there's not much room to play around with, right? If you say it's connect, you know, well, it's going to suffer. They're going to suffer emotionally. They're not, They don't have money. It's going to. It's going to ruin them, them
1: emotionally. And Is there any uh, sac for that? Anybody gave any? So that? so,
0: Rav Moshe, Rav Moshe Feinstein,
1: considers it
0: not an iser, but he calls it in the getter of retzicha but it's not a ritzich of a nefesh at Yachayev. So therefore, a Moshe does not give any a for it. But as you know, and maybe Hanan knows, the Rav Eliezer Tzvi Waldenberg in the Tshuva in tzitzel Eliezer is noted to be mekel. Um, and um, uh, did allow, and again, I, I believe that there are Rabbon and Mupaskin, I've heard, that in Eretz Yisrael, many people have accepted that psak of uh, of the Tzitz Eliezer, and of course that would be consistent with some of these other rationales of why we would consider uh, harigas ubremoser. But if it's a if it's if it's like the ragged or it's like a chazi in Ritzicha, it would be hard uh, to be moderate based on you know you know the emotional or uh, economic or other type of reasons. Uh, that people give to it. Again, there's another svar which, of course, you hear, which that nobody says, and that is, you know, the person that the child itself would be a suffering child. You know that that, that to bring such a child in the world would force the child into a a state of such intense suffering and pain, and th- therefore, um, you know, uh, let, let us for the child's own good. I don't believe that Sitz Eliezer uses that at all. And, and I think that that's a, a much weaker Svara. I mean, many people are, you know, cause, because that, that's something you can't really decide and, and determine how far as that goes. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of New Work at IDT podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.